are so many things and there are so many things that we get when we come to the house of the Lord. I've learned something about when I come to the house of the Lord. If I'll just come with an open mind, I realize that God's going to do something miraculous. You see, when I come to church, here's what I'm figuring that's about to happen. I'm going to receive a little encouragement. I'm going to get strength when I come to the house of the Lord. I'm going to get a little guidance when I come to the house of the Lord. There's going to be healing take place in the house of the Lord. There's going to be edification take place place in the house of the Lord. There's going to be comfort and there's going to be peace and there's going to be joy when you come into the house of the Lord. There's going to be forgiveness when you come to the house of the Lord. There's going to be direction and insight when you come to the house of the Lord and there's going to be knowledge and blessing when you come to the house of the Lord. Can I tell somebody when you came into this house this morning God said I got whatever you want. God said, I got whatever you need. I know I'm taking off like a helicopter right now, but it's all right because I'm going to give him some thanksgiving. I'm going to give him some praise. I'm going to give the devil his business today. I'm going to tell the devil, you don't have no power. You don't have no dominion. You're a liar, a deceiver, a father of lies, and the truth isn't in you. It's no wonder when Paul, uh, he began to write in Hebrews, uh, he said, not forsaken uh, the assembling of yourselves together uh, as some manner manner of them uh, that some is. Uh, You say, what are you saying? When God uh, wanted us to come together, uh, he said, here's what I'm going to do. When you get together in one mind and one accord, uh, there's not one thing that I can't do. Uh, There's not one problem uh, I can't handle. There's not one situation that I can't change. Can I tell us in the building here today that coming to church, it is designed by God to change us. And if we're not changed by the time that we leave, then I'm telling you, God's house, something's wrong. Every time you come to the house of the Lord, he's going to do something for you. Every time you come into the house of the Lord, he's going to take care of a situation. Every time you come to the house of the Lord, he's going to work something out on your behalf. Every time you come to the house of the Lord, somebody is going to get something from him. Can I tell somebody at turn point today, I'm thankful that I'm in a good church. I'm thankful that I'm in a worshiping church. I'm thankful that I'm in a soul-saving church. I'm thankful that I'm I'm in a one God, apostolic, tongue-talking, holy-rolling church. I'm glad that I'm in a church where he is alive and well. Ezekiel began to give us some instruction about how to come and go from the house of the Lord. I'll read a little bit into it, but let me just give you the words from the word of the Lord. The Bible, it says, but when the people of the land shall come before the Lord in a solemn feast, he that entered by the way of the north gate to worship shall go out by the way of the south gate. And he that entered in by 
the way of the south gate shall go forth by the way of the north gate and shall not return by the way of the gate whereby he came in but shall go forth over against it. In the DIV version, that's David's inspired version, is here's what he said. You might come in one way, but you're going to leave another. You might come in broke down. You might come in beat up. You Come on now. You might come in here discouraged. You might have come in here oppressed and depressed. But God said whatever way that you came in, you're going to go out a different way. Can I tell somebody he's alive and well in the house? Can I tell somebody there's thanksgiving and praise in this place? <laughs> what he was saying, he said, listen, we should never leave the same way that we came. It should always be a change in our hearts, our minds, our bodies, and our spirits. See, every person in this building here today, if you're a guest, welcome to the friendliest church in town. If you're a guest, welcome to the worship in this church in town. We just happy to be here. Every person in this building today should be radically changed by the power of the Holy Ghost. I know this is going to sound rude. It sound, might sound mean, but don't take offense to it. Every person in this building should leave changed. Bump your neighbor say, you're going to leave changed today. See, every time I come to the house of the Lord, I need to ask God to change me. Every time I come to the house of the Lord, I need to open up my spirit to say, God, whatever it is that you have for me, that's what I want. Every time I come to the house of the Lord, I need to just open up my spirit and say, God, not my will, but your will. Not my thoughts, but your thoughts. Not my way, but your ways. Every time I come to the house of the Lord, I need to put my thought on the side and on the back burner and say, God, whatever it is that you want for me, that's what I'm going to do. Whatever you ask me to do, that's what I'm going to do. Whatever you ask me to say, God, that's what I'm going to say. When you come to the house of the Lord, we should be changed. There's things about me, can I be honest, that need to be changed. And there's things about you that need to be changed. Yeah. When we are honest with ourselves. I've been asking the Lord all day, all morning, all yesterday, Lord, change me. Make me, God, in what you want me to be. Mold me, God, into what you want me to be. I can think what I want to do a lot, and I can think about what I should do and want to be a lot, but listen, when God begins to do it, listen, it always comes out right. When God begins to work on it, it always comes out right. I'm here to declare to you today that God has been good to us, has he not? I got a couple hundred yays and about six Baptist nods, so I'll say it again. I said God's been good to us today, has he? I said, God's been good to this church, has he not? I said, God's been good to the people in this house, has he not? Huh? God's been good to this house. Can I tell you, can I just be honest? I haven't, I haven't always gotten everything that I wanted. I haven't ever got everything that I prayed for. Sometimes no is the right answer when I don't even think it should be, but he knows what's better. 
I say it all the time, so I might as well say it again. God works from the end to the beginning, and we work from the beginning to the end. I might be asking for something that he's trying to keep from me so that I don't have dilemma a little bit further down the road. God, I'm telling you, God knows more than we know. <laughs> but God has been good because this is the reason. He knows what I need and when I need it. God knows exactly what's going on. All I got to do is keep an open mind and an open spirit and not get ticked off at the Lord and say, all right, God, I'm just going to lay back and I'm going to keep my mouth shut. You know, every once in a while, it's all right to just shut your mouth and let the Lord do something. I know that was a little forceful there, but here's the deal. Bible says, truly, God is good. He said, even to such as are of a clean heart. He said, but as for me, he said, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well now slipped. And I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no bands in their death and their strength is firm. And they are not in trouble as other men, neither are they plagued like other men. He said, therefore, he said, pride, it compasseth them about as a chain and violence. It covered them as a garment and their eyes stand out with fatness and they have more than the heart could wish. And you, you could tell he was just a little upset that somebody else was being blessed. They are corrupt and they speak wickedly and concerning oppression and they speak lawfully and they set their mouth against the heavens and their tongue walketh through the earth and he said therefore his people return hither he said and the waters of a full cup are wrung out of them and they saw how and they say how doth God know and is there knowledge in the most high behold these are the ungodly who prosper in the world they increase in riches verily I have cleansed my heart in vain and I've washed my hands in innocency for all the day long have I been plagued and chastised every morning he said if I say and I will speak thus he said behold I should offend against the generations of thy children he said and when I thought to know this it was too painful for me Buddy, I mean, I'm, I'm being transparent here. This little fellow right here, he was just upset. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, here, let's just get real today real quick. It's like we all doing right, and then they got people that we know just acting like heathens, and they blessed. As far as world society, they blessed. As far as what the world looks like, and we're thinking, how in the world can they be doing all that? And here I am living right, spitting white, and here we they all blessed, and here I am going through hell. Huh? You, you, remember, you remember when you was in the mirror and you folded your arms and said, what, no, what's up with that, God? I'm living right. That family of mine's living like a bunch of heathens. I'm living in a one room, and they got a ten room. What's up with that? Uh-oh. My man was upset. My, my man was having some problems. But watch here. He said, until I went into the sanctuary. All kind of mess was happening and everything. He said, until I went 
to the sanctuary of God. Then I understood therein. Now, I know somebody going to say, you judging? No, I'm not judging, but I'm going to tell you one thing. That Bible said, except a man's born of the warden of the spirit, he ain't going to enter the kingdom of God. He said, unless that man's living a righteous life, listen, can I tell somebody I'm not worried about this world because this world's not my home. I'm only just passing through. I'm going to give God a little thanksgiving and a little praise because that Bible said, when I came into the sanctuary of God, then I understood therein that surely did they set them in a slippery place and casted them down into destruction. I'm telling somebody in the house, just because it hadn't always happened like you think it ought to happen, you better not throw in the towel. You better just keep giving some thanksgiving and praise because God said, I've got you in my best interest. I can do anything that you need me to do. God, I'm going to give you thanksgiving and praise in this place. Can I tell you in the building? Listen, I got saved in the house of the Lord. I said, I got saved in the house of the Lord. I've kept, my, I've kept my relationship with God in the house of the Lord. Everything I have and everything that I am, everything that I own and everything that I believe, I learned it in the house of the Lord. Listen, my earliest recollection of being just a young man was the people of God and being in the house of the Lord. I know I didn't always live right, but in the house of the Lord, I found safety. In the house of the Lord, I found peace of mind. In the house of the Lord, I found salvation. In the house of the Lord, I got a miracle. In the house of the Lord, I was blessed. In the house of the Lord, I knew that God was on my side. I can relate to that psalm when he said, I was glad. When they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Can I tell you, I repented in the house of the Lord. I got the Holy Ghost in the house of the Lord. I got baptized in Jesus' name in the house of the Lord. I was called to preach in the house of the Lord. I was healed, I'll say it again, in the house of the Lord. God worked on me in the house of the Lord. You say, why is coming to the house of the Lord so important? It's where God can open a floodgate of heaven with like-minded people and say, whatever you want, I can abundantly satisfy. Oh, I know he can bless you at your house. I know he can bless you at your job, but it's nothing like coming to the house of the Lord and say, I'm going to worship with my brother. I'm going to worship with my sister. I'm going to give honor and praise and glory because I understand that when I give him thanksgiving and I give him praise, the enemy has no plan against me. I'm such a believer that when I come to this house that the Lord can do anything. I'm just such a believer that the Lord can handle any situation. But you know what? I don't want to sound negative. This might sound a little different but I want you to stay with me. In spite of every good thing, I'm almost done. In spite of every good thing that you receive and every good thing that happens to you in the house of the Lord, this, this is going to sound negative. There's some things you don't get in the house of the Lord. You're like, well, wait a minute. Now, you just got done preaching 15 minutes on how everything happens in the house of the Lord. Stay with me. 
Stay with me for just a second. Because here's why. There's some things that you need that you'll never find in the house of the Lord because some things God commands you to bring with you. They're, already, they're not here. you got to bring them with you. You say, what? Yeah. God commands you to bring this with you. Here we go. Psalms 104. He says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. you got to bring that with you. If you're going to be thankful, you got to bring that with you. It wasn't here. You had to bring that with you. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Enter into his courts with praise. You got to bring that with you. Praise just don't happen. You got to bring that with you. You got to be thankful. You got to get up and you got to praise him. You got to make it happen. You can just come to church and sit like a knot on a dill pickle. And he said, that's fine. But if you want to praise me, you got to bring it with you. If you want a little thanksgiving, you got to bring it with you. He said, bless his name. You got to bring that with you when you come to the house of the Lord. So when you got out of that car, you got to say, I'm going to the house with thanksgiving. I'm going to enter in his courts with praise. I'm going to call upon his name, and he's going to do whatever it is that I need him to do. Thanksgiving and praise is in this house. You say, you believe it? I know it. It's in the word. I'm here to tell somebody that if you'll just stop and think about it, when you bring that with you, doesn't matter what's been happening. Doesn't matter what's been going on. Doesn't matter what's been said. That thanksgiving's coming from you. That praise is coming from you. I, I've learned something. I, 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 well, I, I shouldn't tell you, but I'm going to tell you. I, I might have said it here before, but I, I met one of them, you know, one of them starchy dudes, you know. And, uh, and uh, we were, anyway, yeah. And, and, and uh, he didn't really like me, but it don't matter. He's wrong. And, uh, and we saw him at the, at the hotel, and my wife says, don't even look at him. I said, get behind me, Satan. She said, stupid, don't say nothing to him. You have to know my wife. She, so y'all know her. She's a nutcase. But anyway. I wish my girl was here, but anyway, she was. She said, "Please, David, don't, don't just don't say nothing to him." Well, you know, you know, you know the kind. The kind. It's kind of like the kind when you see other uh, Christians at Walmart and they don't speak. You know. You you know what I'm talking about. Huh? Thank God y'all don't do that here, but I'm talking about other churches. Some don't speak the way because the way you look, but then other. But anyway, we won't get on all that. But anyway, my wife said, "Don't." So there he was, and I just stepped in the elevator. He's right there. He just kept looking at me. I said, "How you doing?" I wanted to say, how you doing, but I didn't. I said, how you doing? <laughs> my man, my man messed up. He said, 
Praise the Lord, brother. I just took one step back, and I was obedient. My wife said, what are you doing? I said, I'm being obedient. I'm just praising the Lord. All of a sudden, the door come open. My man just backed out, and he just went on like that. And my wife said, what are you doing? I said, number one, I was being obedient. I said, but number two, I've learned something. I ain't going to let nobody steal my praise. I ain't going to let nobody steal my victory. I ain't going to let nobody steal my glory. I, I'm telling somebody, Thanksgiving and praise, if you want to shout, you shout. If you want to run the aisle, you run the aisle. If you want to clap your hands, you clap your hands. If you want to talk in tongues, talk in tongues. My God, this is your house. It's Thanksgiving and praise time. You can do whatever you want. As long as it's decent and in order. You, you got to realize that when you come, you know what? If everybody made a decision, next service, they say, yep. I'm coming to church, and I'm mad, but I'm coming, and I'm not doing one thing. <laughs> Austin be up there sweating himself to death. You don't even move your hand. You don't even clap your thinking. Yep, ain't doing nothing. I'm mad. <laughs> nothing wrong with the praise, church. Praise the Lord, yeah, I'm not doing it right now, and uh, but I will in a minute. I like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You got me? Somebody come by and say, praise the Lord, brother. I ain't doing it right now. I ain't doing it because it's just the way it is. You, can I be real? Have we ever not felt like that? Just coming to the house of the Lord and say, well, it's just my duty to go. I don't want to go, but I'm going to go. But the Lord said, listen, when you go with Thanksgiving, you, you got to bring it with you. So what Jesus said was, is put your big boy pants on and worship even if you don't like it. Jesus said, don't act like no whiny, baby. Just get on up and worship whether you like it or not. Go ahead and clap your hands whether you like it or not. Go ahead and worship whether you like it or not. Go ahead and just say amen whether you like it or not. Just go ahead and say, listen, it's Thanksgiving and praise time. I've only got 52 times to do this, and I'm going to do it every time that I get in the house of the Lord. I'm not going to let nobody keep me from getting what I want from God. It's Thanksgiving and praise. We got to make sure, I'm not rebuking, but I'm telling you, we got to make sure that we don't let the pressures of the world steal our joy from us for when we get in the house of the Lord. This is a place of safety. This is a place of peace. This is a place where God can take care of anything. I'm just such a believer in that. You see, the great God that we serve this God, he never slumbers. He never sleeps. This great God who was waiting on Daniel when he got to the lion's den, that's the one that delivered him. I'm telling you, God can do whatever it is that you ask him to do. But you have to make it up in your mind. I got to make it up in my mind that I'm not going to let nothing keep me from praising. I'm not going to let nothing keep me from giving him thanksgiving. I'm not going to let nothing keep me from coming to the house of the Lord. No matter how I feel, no matter how I work, 
no matter what goes on in my life, I'm coming to the house because I know one thing. When I get here, he's going to bless me. You say you believe he can do it? I know he can. Believe he's going to work today? Ain't no doubt about it. Believe he can do something for me in my dilemma right now? You better believe it. This ain't got nothing to do with what I'm preaching, but I want to give you a little something that just happened to me last week. I was in church last week, and I had two young ladies, uh, maybe in their 20s. They come to the front, and uh, she said, because uh, I've talked about this other dude here before, but what he wanted to happen, and I've I guess joked about it enough, the Lord said, well, I'll just show you what I can do. <laughs> so they wanted the Holy Ghost, Pastor, and so began to pray for the young lady, me and Brother Pew, and man, she gets receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, and, and uh, we're all excited about that, and uh, aren't we? We're excited about somebody getting the Holy Ghost here. All right, just making sure. I've been a little while since I said it, but we can't ever be a Woo Three Clap Church here. Y'all know what a Woo Three Clap Church is, right? Y'all remember? A Woo Three Clap Church is when we say something good and we do the traditional Woo. That's a Woo Three Clap Church. Well, Turn Point's not a Woo Three Clap Church, so let, we're going to practice this again. She wanted the Holy Ghost, and she got it. Yeah. Quick learners. Quick learners. Y'all remember that. Been a little while. So this other girl gets the Holy Ghost, and uh, and uh, <laughs> it was smooth, Pastor. I mean, she was smooth getting the Holy Ghost, you know. <laughs> Y'all do that to the next guy that comes; they won't know what to do. You think he's preaching good? Because I told them what to do. So anyway, now y'all don't woo, y'all listen. She's speaking in tongues, and it was just so smooth. And uh, boy, I thought, man, that's a little different there, you know. I'm, I'm being transparent. I've seen hundreds of thousands get the Holy Ghost, but it was just, just, just smooth. It was just flowing, and I'm like, I looked at the pastor. I said, has she ever um, been here before? Mm -mm. He said, I don't know her. So when she got done, she said, uh, excuse me, sir. She goes, um, I need to ask a question. I said, yes, ma'am. She goes, I know about 15 or 20 words in German. I said, yes, ma'am. She goes, but I cannot speak German. I said, yes, ma'am. She goes, I, I, you know, it's in my lineage, but I, I don't speak German at all. She says, but I know 15, 20 words in German. She goes, but I can be at the mall or anywhere, and when German-speaking people are talking, I know it's German. I said, oh, okay. She goes, no. She said, when I begin to speak with tongues, she said, I've never done that before, by the way. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, it was fluent German. She says, I don't know what I was saying. 
She said, but I knew the tongue. And she goes, so are you telling me that what just happened, that was actually the Holy Ghost? I, I was, uh, Dave Smith was backing up a little bit, and I said, well, let's back up this way. Them words you were saying, what was you saying? She says, I don't have a clue. I said, yes, ma'am. That was the Holy Ghost. I'm going to tell you, the Lord has a way. Because I remember the professor that came to me, and I've told you all that here before, when he come to the front that day and he said, yes, I would like to receive the Spirit. I said, that'll be fine. He said, no, I would like to speak German. <laughs> and I said, that'll be fine. I mean, what am I going to say? <laughs> so we got to praying and he got the Holy Ghost and I don't know German. So I said, excuse me. <laughs> he goes, yeah. I said, was that German? <laughs> he goes, no, it was not. <laughs> he says, I don't have a clue what it was. I said, well, it was the Holy Ghost. He says, fine. He said, maybe next time I'll speak German. I said, maybe next time. I wish I could introduce him to her so she could say, hey, yo, I just spoke German. But I don't. You know, God's got a way of communicating. You know what? There wouldn't be nobody in the whole world could convince that girl that what happened to her that day, last Sunday, in Odessa, Texas, you could never convince her that that wasn't the power of the Holy Ghost. Do you hear me? When God begins to move on your behalf and God begins to do things and God begins to work things out for you, after a little period of time, you finally have to stop and say, you know what? That absolutely had to be the Lord because I couldn't have done that on my own. I couldn't have done it on my own. So here today, all right, God's going to bless people here today. God's going to touch people here today. Let's do things a little different today. How many in the house, you'll be honest and say, you know what, I, I really do need the Lord to do something for me today. Would you raise your hand? I need God to do something for me today. Look at that, hands all over the building here today. Here's what we're going to do in a few moments. We're going we're gonna to do something just a tad different. In a few moments, I'm going to ask everybody to stand. And I'm going to ask our altar ministers to come in a few moments. And they're going to come. And every person that raised your hand, you might be a guest here today. It might be your first time. might be your third or fourth time. You might have been coming here since Jesus was a baby. <laughs> and you raise your hand and say, you know what? I'd like the Lord to do something for me today. We're going to pray the prayer of faith today. And we're going to give him thanksgiving and we're going to give him praise. And I believe the Lord's going to touch people in this house today. So don't let someone keep you from coming and getting what you need from the Lord. Don't let a situation keep you from coming and getting what you need from him. Just say, all right, God, this is what I want. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I need. And guess what? The Lord is going to do that today. Is that fair enough? Yeah. All right. If you're able to stand, would you stand? If you're not able to stand, you're not being rude. Okay. If our altar ministers would come. And let's just line up across the front. Our altar ministers, you help us. Our ministry team, here they come. And we're going to believe right now. The Lord's going to bless people. They're coming from all over the house. Yep. Yep. They're coming down. 
helping us out on the ministry team. Here you come. Thank you all so much for coming and helping. Yeah. You might be next to a friend, a family member, a co-worker, a guest. You might be next to someone you don't even know. And you're thinking, man, I like to go pray, but I don't want to go by myself. I already told you, welcome to the friendliest church in town. You just reach over and tap somebody on the shoulder and say, hey, I want to go pray. Go with me. They'll say, okay. You just come down. Talk to God. Nobody's going to shake on you. Nobody's going to pull on you. Nobody's going to make you do anything that you don't want to do. Just come talk to God. Just tell him whatever you want to tell him. Talk to him like I'm talking to you. We'll repent in a few moments as a family. I'll lead us in repentance. And then after that, whatever you want from the Lord, you just tell him. Hey, God, it's me. This is what I need. And just be honest and tell him. And let him do that today. And I promise you, I promise you, he's going to do it. All right? He's going to touch us here today. Everybody good with that? People all over the building, as you well saw just a while ago, people all over the building lifted their hands saying, hey, I need something from the Lord. If you want something from him, if you want him to work it out, if you want him to take care, would you step out and just begin to come down? And here they come, all across the building. To come all the way down, just make your way all the way down. Don't stop in the halls. I know a lot of times we get a traffic jam. So just come all the way down and just start spreading out. Altar ministers, motion for them to come your way. There you go. They're just coming down all over the, yeah, they're still coming down. Yeah, come on. They're still coming down. Yeah, they're still coming down. Yeah. God's touching people all across the building. Yeah. Ask your neighbor right now. You want to go pray? I'll go with you. It's all right. We got an altar full. I'm not trying to get more. I just just always give that opportunity. Yeah. All right. We're going to believe right now. Folks are coming. We're going to believe. Folks are still coming. Yeah. <coughs> so here's what we're going to do. We're going to repent. We're going to ask the Lord um, to forgive us. Then after we ask the Lord to forgive us, whatever you need from the Lord, if you'll just ask him. Our altar team are going to come through in a few moments, and they're going to pray with you, and they're going to believe with you that God's going to do something great in this house here today. If you've never received the gift of the Holy Spirit and you'd like to receive that today, you can have that. If you've never been baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, don't leave here without doing that, and I'll explain that in a moment. It's still early. It's 1013 for everybody that likes to know what time it is. It's 1013. Look at your neighbor. Say, church just started. Don't go nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy. It's all right. Let's repent as a family. Say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. I'm sorry, Lord, for everything that I've thought, that I've done, that I've said, and that I've heard. Forgive me, Lord, of things I don't even realize. I have done. I give myself 100% to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for my miracle, for my healing, my deliverance. Thank you, Lord, for filling me and refilling me with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. 
Come on, let's begin to pray right now. Tell him whatever you want to tell him. Altar ministers, find somebody to lay your hands upon right now. By the authority in the word of God and by the power of the name Jesus, receive what it is that you need from him right now. Come on, let's begin to pray right now. I need to pray in church right now. If you don't mind, stretch forth your hand toward these beautiful people. And let's just pray right now. Let's just believe that God's going to bless people. I'm going to put this mic down, but I need to pray in church right now. Let's believe right now in the name of the Lord.